What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I'm your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And today, I got two of my friends on the show. I got Vince and Michael. What's up, Vince? How you doing? What's up? Doing good. Good to have you on. And what's up, Michael, bro? How have you been? I've been doing great. Great to be here again. Yeah, glad to have you guys on. The last time I had both of you guys on that one time, uh, that was a long, long time ago, back in yeah. the back in the previous NBA season. I don't remember exactly what time it was, but that was fun. And we're here. We're going to do it again. A couple of things on the slate to talk about. A lot of NBA stuff going on as we're getting kind of right, you know, uh, three games away from the playoffs pretty much for the Warriors. They're almost there. So um, if they make it, actually. Um, but you know, we got some interesting topics to talk about what teams will be in the finals, how we feel about Andrew Wiggins coming back, the MVP race, a ton of stuff. So we're going to hop right into it. Um, and the first thing that we're going to talk about is Andrew Wiggins and the Warriors. So last night, the Warriors, they, they lost to the Jokic list nuggets. Um, they was pretty disgusting. I will say for the most part, they were very off on shooting. None of them could hit a shot. Um, and especially the fourth quarter was, was really bad. And then they actually somehow almost came back right in the end. And then clay had a chance to win the game, uh, right at the end and he missed the shot. So they ended up losing and all these games are crucial for them. We got the news today that Andrew Wiggins is coming back, um, early this week, hopefully. So hopefully, you know, they, I don't think it'll be the next game, but hopefully the following game. Um, but even with Andrew Wiggins coming back to the Warriors, do you guys think that the Warriors have a legit chance to make the finals? Or do you just think, what do you think they'll land in the playoff seating? And how do you think they'll look in the playoffs with Wiggins back? I think uh, they absolutely have a chance. I still, out of all the teams in the West, I still have them in my top three to win the West. And I know it seems ridiculous, but I don't think that track record, uh, I don't think it's, I think it means too much, you know, and, uh, I think that Steph, I, I think I could tell the juice is not, I'm not trying to say he's in decline, but he is getting older. And I don't think, you know, just as your body gets older, your stamina is going to get lower. And, you know, I think I could maybe slightly see it start going, you know, him getting tired a little quicker, but I think he has enough juice left to carry a team, you know, uh, all the way through. And the, the West, the, the issue is it's not like any of those other teams are, I mean, greatly experienced like the Suns do have I guess some experience but I still don't trust the Suns team that much I think uh the Warriors have just such better character and leadership uh you know I, I still I'm not actually that worried I know you should be worried based on what we've seen but I still uh I like them just as much that like the Suns or the Nuggets or the Kings how you feel Michael when I think about the Warriors' chances, I think ultimately we're probably going to end up in the seventh seed, realistic option, because we don't have any tiebreakers whatsoever because we, you know, tricked them all away. And I think we'll make it out of the first playing game. It'll be a, a very stressful watch like it always is, but I think we'll make it into, into the playoffs. And we'll probably end up playing, so was it, like, we played, like, Memphis, right? If, if we, we ended in the seventh seed, yeah. Yeah. That should be another entertaining series. That would be a great series, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It could either go one or two ways. We're either going to get blown the fuck out or yeah, it's going to be really, really, really tight. And the one thing that just concerns me is the depth and how – I know we said the same thing about not having a center last year and we ended up winning, but I just feel like this year's just a little different because we only have Kevon Looney. And if he goes down, then we're, we're screwed. Basically, we're, we're screwed. And plus he's already undersized as it is mm -hmm. and getting Gary Payton back was huge. Mm -hmm. You guys yeah. don't have anybody like in the lower ranks, like, you could call it from the G League. That's like a center. Like we have um, Patrick Baldwin, and he is, if I'm not mistaken, six nine or ten. I think he's six ten. I think honestly, I think he's a lot taller than we're so living on. He's right around Looney's height, but you know, he's Patrick. Yeah. He's a, he's a rookie. He has absolutely no experience. Um, so 
that's our next pretty much bet. And he's not even like a center. Like he doesn't play center, but he's like our next tallest guy. Um, that's crazy. You don't even have like one, you know, guy at the end of the roster. That's. I mean, Kaminga. We have Kaminga. Well, since yeah, Wiggins, but since Wiggins he, is coming back, he'll probably be back in the bench role. But he's still. But it's not he, like he's a. You know, no, he's like not a big. Center, you know? still, I mean, if but, if Looney goes down. There's, I really don't see a, a logical re- a way for the Warriors to win it because they literally would have no bigs. Looney's our only big, and he's like you said, he's already undersized, so he's he's out of there. And then you have literally nothing, nobody in the paint besides Draymond, which That's you know crazy. Draymond is good in the paint, obviously, but he can only do so much at what six seven. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, even if you guys do make the finals. I mean, Giannis or Embiid. I mean, that's just going to oh. be – who the hell are you going to put to guard them? Nobody. Uh, it would have to be Draymond and Wiggins. Those guys would have to show we'd, out. We'd probably just have to guard everybody else and then maybe try to give them a little bit of a tough time. That's that's kind of how we – well, actually, that's not how we did it last year, but – that's like our only like option. You guys need Boston. Let them have their let them have their games, but just shut everybody else down. Yeah. I think you guys need Boston to win the East. Assuming let's uh, on the best case scenario that you guys make it all the way, I think you guys could beat Boston again. Tatum's a choke artist. Um, yeah, and, he definitely chokes know. last year. And I think the teams are just matched up better. You know, you guys don't have to worry about some giant like Embiid or Giannis. You know, bowling oh. you in the paint. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Um, I don't think we're going to get to the finals, but if we were to get there, we would have nobody to stop Giannis. We would have nobody to stop Embiid. And we showed last year that Wiggins could put the clamps on Jason Tatum. So, you know, that he's somebody who is, you know, we, we could definitely match up better against. Um, and they have a very good chance of coming out of the East right now. Um, but yeah. as for the Warriors, I think I kind of agree with you, Vince, but maybe not to the, to that extent, I don't. I still think that there's a chance that we can win it just because of the guys we have, like Steph, Clay, and Draymond. You can't really count them out. But court. it's frustrating because you know we're not like 40 games into the season. Like if we we're, you know, when we were 40 games into the season, we we're like, you know, they'll figure it out. They can figure it out. We have a lot of time left. I mean, there are three games left, and we look the exact same as we did this entire time. We haven't yeah. improved at all. That is weird. I was. I, do you think there's a locker room issue? If there I, is, I I wouldn't be su- totally surprised if the whole Draymond Jordan Poole thing in the beginning of the season kind of, you know, made made some waves in the locker room a little bit because that's obviously a really awkward situation. Um, I don't know the impact that that would have had, but I don't see that as out of the realm of possibility. That could have, you know, I, struck some things. I also feel like another factor to a locker room issue would be during the the long period of time where we're trying to do the the little two timeline thing. Yeah, we have all the we have the veteran players, and then we have like really young guys, and just no in between at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could also play a pretty big factor due to like youth and uh, maturity. It could, but I would say that that kind of got somehow that was and the whole Wiseman taken down. Yeah. Wiseman, that was kind of an unfortunate situation, but as for like the two timelines, they kind of showed last year how they could make that work, which I didn't have a whole lot of faith last year to, I don't know how Kerr did it, which is one of the biggest reasons why I've kind of now I'm shutting up more about Kerr because he, he pulled off something that was pretty like insane last year to have a bunch of old guys, a bunch of rookies, and he made it work and won a championship somehow. So I, I think last year that kind of was put to rest, but I mean, the Warriors have always had very good culture and and good locker room guys. So the only thing I could think of is somehow maybe that pull Draymond altercation in the beginning of the season had something to do with it. But overall, they're just, you know, their defense isn't as great as it even was last year. Their turnovers, they're still so sloppy like they always have been. Um, they have a lot more off shooting nights, it feels like, than they used to, you know, and they still have great shooting nights, but I feel like they come the about shot more often. Shocking and shot quality, that's why. Yeah, and, early, you know, early season Clay was was kind of a bummer to watch. Like, he was obviously chucking a lot of shit, but that's how, you know, he, he, 
he needed that to get back to where he is, and he's playing all star level now. Um, yeah. Jordan Poole still pretty inconsistent. So there's a lot of things that go into it. I don't know if it would just be locker room stuff, but it's pretty weird to see. I think Poole has been the most disappointing player. You know, like I was never a huge fan. I always thought he was seeming pretty cocky and uh, just mm-hmm. annoying. But if you have all that, you know, all that swag and all that, you know, cockiness to you, you got to back it up. And, you know, he hasn't backed it up this season. It's way too inconsistent. Um, you know, I, I think he's just really fallen flat on expectations i mean his three-point shooting is also doesn't help because he was on par with draymond percentage wise yeah yeah so he's shooting that's he's shooting 33 percent right now he's shooting for 33 someone who's a big three-point shooter and you're shooting 33 percent then you got to change some shit up and he's also yeah. got to drive more because he gets a little too reliant and he needs to control himself a, a couple problems with pool is that He'll make one or two threes and then he'll, you know, heat check from 35 feet away and then he'll like totally miss it. He does that a lot. And also he gets, he's one of the more sloppy guys on the team, especially when the game is right down to the end. He always yeah. loses the ball. Um, he should never have the ball in the end of the game. When the game is about to end, like no shot should he be dribbling. He could shoot it maybe, but don't dribble. Um, Poole's definitely been disappointing this season, but I guess I don't know. It's it's been kind of he's been kind of a difficult watch too. So I'm hoping he could pick that up for the future and because we'll need him in the playoffs too. I mean, obviously yeah. we're gonna need him to make his shots. Thirty three percent be the three. X factor if it comes down to it. If I mean, can, yeah, if maybe he can, if he can put up a good performance because we we need scoring off the bench. And we he need needs to learn how to play off the bench too. We need everybody to play really well, to be honest. We can't really afford bad games anymore. Like, we need Steph to always be on. We need Clay to always be on. We need Wiggins to lock down guys, be aggressive. You know, there's so much that goes into it. And it's really weird because we won the championship last year. But, you know, they're just. It's also so bizarre, though. Like, your home record with 32 and 8. Yeah, and we are. Yeah. Like, Nine and that's like a historical record or something. Nine and 30 on the road. Yeah, it's like it's so weird. Like, I don't, it makes me when you say a team's 32 and eight at home, it makes you go, like, oh, that's a contender. Like, I, you know, like, there's that's so, like, why? I I, I just can't wrap my head around it. Like, we got a home record, like, on par with the best teams in the league and a road record on par with the Houston Rockets. How bizarre. bizarre. I don't think I've I've never seen that in my lifetime. Yeah, it's weird. Um, So we're going to need Wiggins to defend at a high level, hopefully play more aggressive. But, you know, we don't know how much he's actually been practicing and playing, so he might be pretty rusty when he comes up. Hopefully the defense is there, but offensively it might be kind of a challenge as well. Is there any rumors as to, like, what was going on with him? They, yeah, they so they the they problem. said it was his um his dad got diagnosed with a pretty serious medical condition, so he was that's where he was the whole time. So there was a lot of rumors that his wife cheated on him with his fucked up with his friend, which are just not true. Somebody made yeah. those up. So don't know who made those up, but crazy stuff. So um, hopefully his dad gets better, but hopefully he also plays pretty well too, um, for us and. Hopefully they can avoid the play-in. We got three more games. We play the Thunder, the Kings, and the Blazers. Two of them are on the road. So we need to pretty much win them all. We're sixth seed right now. It's just – it's tough. It's coming literally down to the end. All these yeah. games matter so much for each team. So we'll see I think happens. we're probably going to go in two and one. I think we got one on the road in Portland. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Portland, they're not playing Dame. They're not playing Simon, so – I mean, we should, but I mean, it's they on did the beat the Timberwolves, so I don't think we should completely. Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not. Out. I don't know if we'll even win one of those games on the road. We can't win on the road. We lost to the Jokic-less Nuggets, who That's suck without bad. Jokic. I mean, without yeah. Jokic, they're four and seven, and we lost to them, and we should have won. But I mean, we easily should win that game. But they played like absolute garbage, so. Didn't happen. Shoot, dude, that game was so bad. Clay shot nine for 28. Steph shot eight for 28. Like, oh my 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad, glad I wasn't able to watch that game that day. So also real Maybe. quick, four minutes to go. There's like four minutes and 15 seconds left in the game. And, and we were just down by like eight and Steph was on the bench. Like, yeah, I saw that they benched him. Steve, what, the fuck are we doing? what are you doing, Steve? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like he plays <laughs> doing that for years. It's like his his rotations. Again, I try not to bash on him anymore. I really try to cut back on bashing on him, but that just makes no sense. I mean, questionable <laughs> decisions this year. His lineups are always very questionable, always. And it's they like. Work. Even so if you want to use the excuse, I'm resting him. It's like, what are you resting him for? We might not even make the playoffs. if We, we have to win this game to even get in. So it's like, well, there's no reason to rest him. Play him. I don't get it. Uh, so that was a dumb decision he made. But let's uh, let's let's uh, go to the next, another California team in the playoff mix. The Sacramento Kings, the yeah. beam team. That's, yeah. a, that's Vince's team. I'll start with you then, man. Vince, how do you... Do you think that the Kings have a legitimate chance at winning the NBA Finals this year? Um, no, because defensively we are still way too vulnerable. Fox and Sabonis, they're lousy defenders. Fox has improved. I'll give him that. He's improved a lot from last year. He was literally out of all starting point guards last year, the, the worst defensively statistically. Um, this year, I don't know where he's at right now. He's definitely better, but um, they're they're both lousy defenders um and i i don't i don't see we can get in shootouts but i don't think it's sustainable you know it's uh when i look at the sixers uh and the bucks in the celtics i just all three of those teams i just love the way they run it's just way less sloppy it's 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 playing basketball the right way uh, offensively, yeah, we're great, but defensively, it's still only like 50% to where it needs to be. It's a really fun season, and I think um, we can make it maybe a couple series in, but the, the defense is definitely a weak spot. Uh, and uh, Malik Monk is, uh, is also like everyone wants to talk about Fox and Sabonis. Malik Monk is the reason we're we're in the three seed right now. Like to go along with that, like he is so huge and important. I, he, I know, I think he he was out last game. I don't know what's going on with him. I didn't have a chance to. Is he injured? I don't know, but I know he didn't play. Um, yeah, uh, he's that. huge. We need him. If without him, it doesn't work. Um, he's he was such an insanely clutch signing, and I can't believe we got him so easy and cheap. I. I was just, I was shocked. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we we got a shot. Um, once again, though, I need to see more defensive improvement, especially from Sabonis. Okay, so Malik Monk was out due to lower leg soreness. Oh, um, so okay. hopefully, it doesn't sound like it's anything crazy. Yeah. So he'll likely be back. So as for the Kings, in my opinion, I think that do I think the Kings are going to win the finals? I don't. However, I think they have a chance because of how historically good this offense is. I mean, they average the most points per game out of all teams right now. They put up, I mean, from what it seems like, they're putting up 125 plus. I think they average 122 um, a game, which is which is more than any other team in the league. Um, they can score, and that's so not a question. They're scoring on any team. The best defensive teams, I, they are scoring. I expect them to get like 130 a game. Yeah, like and that's crazy. I know and there's a, like there's a whole other side to the game, which is defense. But that alone gives you such a good chance to win. I, I, I absolutely agree that offense is more important than defense in this NBA. Hundred mm-hmm. percent agree. The yeah. only issue though is, like, like I said though, it's it's the system. Mm-hmm. Like when I when you watch the Celtics, when you watch the Bucks, when you watch the Sixers, it flows better. It's not as high risk. It, it's more. Mm-hmm. It's it's more logical. The yeah. Kings are kind of still kind of all over the place. It looks like sometimes. Um, I, I mean, yeah, they can score, but they can also let it in a lot. And I just think that it, it'll once it balances out against really good teams in a full seven game series, it, it's not their their style of play isn't sustainable. Um, That's a very valid point. I mean, last game they played the Spurs and they gave up 142 points to the lousy Spurs. 
Um, so obviously defense is a call for concern, um, which is why I don't think that this team will win the championship because even like you said, when they go against a team like Milwaukee, if they met them in the finals, um, I think the Kings have a decent chance to actually get out of the West. But yeah. when they go against a team like Milwaukee in the finals or Boston or even Philadelphia, it's tough to see, you know, because that team is so, so well-rounded. I mean, yeah. all three of those teams are so well-rounded that giving up 130 points is you're you're probably going to lose. But again, the offense is so good that you can't count them out because of how yeah. well they score. They would have a chance against all three of those teams, but I just Sabonis has to be better defensively because you know he is one of our the biggest guys on our court, you know, and like yeah. uh, he he just has to step up defensively. You, you know, you watch him and it's just like, come on, dude. Like he's lazy. It's just like, come on. Like if he stepped it up defensively, then I would legitimately say like against Boston, I would say it's like 50, 50. Mm-hmm. It just, it really just depends on Fox and Sabonis stepping up their defensive game. If they mm-hmm. can do that, I, then I change my opinion. And I think the Kings are like with the Sixers, Celtics and Bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, How do you feel, Michael? I think they're, they're a great team and all, but I think they're going to get bounced in the first round. Oh, shoot. If they it is play, the Kings, to be fair, it is the Kings. True. It is the History Kings. speaks it is, for itself. I know yeah. they have a historically amazing offense, but if they, if New Orleans sneaks into that sixth seed or if the Clippers fall to that sixth seed, or how even the Warriors, I mean, we've seen the history between the Warriors and the – New Kings. Orleans is not beating the Kings in the first round. I, New Orleans you. I was about to say that. New no Orleans, I think I think they could shock. I think no. they can shock the Kings. No way. No I like way. New Orleans, but the way it's... the way the way Ingram has been playing and the the way their defense is, I think they could pull off an upset. If if they were if they, to make it, if they, they beat the Kings in the first round, I would be so grossed out. Honestly, like, <laughs> I, I'd be really disgusted. I, I like New Orleans. I think, obviously, they got good Pete. I mean, McCollum, Brandon Ingram, um, Jose Alvarado. And we don't know the situation with Zion either. So, you know, he may be back for playoffs, and which is obviously – If he came back in playoffs, then I would actually be more concerned. Because that's a different Zion, team. There's no way that team's beating. And me. Ingram's been playing, like, out of his mind lately. Yeah. And they've been – so won Fox. seven of the last ten. Teams. Fox is better, though. I mean, so I feel like I don't think we should count out the Pelicans. No, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I obviously don't think the Pelicans are bad. If and if they get the sixth seed, if they get the sixth yeah, 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 I know. I don't, I don't. Well, first, I don't even know if the Pelicans will get the sixth seed, but they could. I don't like that. I don't, I don't hate that take at all. There's so many scenarios. You really think that they did get the sixth seed, though, Michael? You're putting your money on the Pelicans to beat the Kings. Yeah, you had money on the line. You'd put your money on the Pelicans. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed yeah. at Earth. <laughs> I'm taking the New Orleans Pelicans. Really, that's interesting I think, because I think that would be that would be my upset of the playoff. Uh, I think too many- team, hey, I'll give you that. If there is a team that would upset a team, it would be against the Kings. So- that's a fair point. And it would be the Pelicans. Well, that part I, that's I don't. That's the part I, that I don't like. Like out of like, all the teams that can upset us. Like the Pelicans is like definitely not the one I would like think of first. And it's more logical to say. I that think if, they beat the Kings and then they get swept in the second round. That's probably what would happen. I think it would be more logical to say, and I know you said it, but I think it would be more logical to say if a team's going to upset the Kings, it's the Warriors. That makes more sense to like a team Absolutely. that would upset the Kings. Oh my god! Now, if because well, I know the Warriors' Steph's history against the against the Kings, and it's a very uh, glorious one. And Clay. Clay's history okay, and Clay. the Clippers, and if the Clippers get Paul George back in time, then you guys are probably. I think we still beat the Clippers. Honestly, I think you guys losing six because he also got Kawhi. I, and I'll give you a Zion-led Pelicans. That's an interesting series because Zion is literally a, almost a superstar when he's that's, healthy. That's fifty-fifty. Um, but I still would. I would still. So, well, yeah, obviously, yeah. I, I still would take the Kings in that. But that's way more interesting. Zion, not on the Pelicans. I just, I don't see it. I think people underrate the Kings right now just because of their name. I think too yeah. many people underrate them because, oh, they're the Sacramento Kings. This team is good. Well, I, I know I'm underrating them. It's just, I don't think they could keep that same pace going. 
through the playoffs because actually that's where number I disagree one, their defense is ass, but I feel like <laughs> they're going to end up burning out at some point. I, where I do disagree my... with that though is, um, you know how sometimes teams have a certain magic to them, like the 20, like, you know, that how the giants, yeah. the, oh, yeah. know, in the world series runs, there was, they weren't the best team, but they had that magic, you know, yeah, like they had that, like, I kind of do feel that with this Kings team, like nobody hates them. It's so hard to root against them. You know, the light, the green stuff, and you can see, like, Sabonis is, like, in Fox, they actually have a lot of fun out there. Like, you yeah, can no, tell I would like to see fun. them. It's, I mean, they're a fun team to watch. I think that they do kind of have that like, kind of magic to them, you mm-hmm. know, where it's, like, in that, that type of momentum, momentum, like, and they're enjoying basketball. That actually does go a long way, because if you get into that pouty mood, like Luca's been in, uh, you know, where you're not having fun, like, it, it just goes downhill. So... I, that is why I think um, – because for a long time, like, I've been of the same opinion. Like, it's the fucking Kings. Like, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. But I think that they've done enough and they have enough momentum to where I'm, I'm pretty confident thinking they're going to make it to the second or third round at least. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think, that's a, I think that's a very good, valid point. This team looks magical. Everyone loves the Kings right now. Light the beam. It's like the biggest thing in the NBA world. So, yeah. um, it's a good King... story for them. I mean, that'd be cool, but we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> we will see what happens. That's true. Yeah. Um, sure. We'll see if the who will even end up playing the Kings. I mean, I would. Could... I mean, I would like to see them advance, but that's just my take for right now. Yeah, I mean that, and it's, and I get it. I mean, it's fair, but um, you know, we don't obviously we don't know who's going to be playing them. It could be the Warriors, could be the Lakers, could be the Clippers, could be. The Pelicans, the could be the Thunder. Although that's that's tough. That'll if be everybody. Tough. If everybody loses, out, yeah, I know. actually that's like pretty unlikely. But I think it's possible. Um, the uh, um, the Pelicans need Zion. I think if they want to make decent amounts in the playoffs, and they might get him. I mean, shoot, they said it'll be reevaluated pretty dang soon. I mean, if he so. wills himself to, you know. He's he's always to, hurt to play in the playoffs because once he gets injured, he never comes back. Apparently, so I know it's ridiculous. So we're talking about the West. We have all these teams. It's obviously really crazy. Now I want to know your guys's right here, right now, just right off the top of the head. Your picks for the teams to come out of the West and the team that will come out of the East, and who you think will win the finals. Just as of this moment, where are you guys leaning? I can go first because I've been thinking about this for, for a little bit. Yeah. My team my team to come out of the East is the Bucks. They have the best player in the NBA. They have Drew Holiday, who's been playing outstanding on offense and especially defense. Chris Middleton getting back to himself, and that team is very deep. I don't think anybody stops Giannis, and I don't think anybody stops the Bucks in the East. The West is so interesting. Because every team is, I mean, every team is close in, I feel like. Like they all, they're, it's a lot closer. Now, yeah. I will say, I hate to say this, but if everybody on the Suns is healthy, they will make the finals. If all of them are healthy. So they're my pick. However, I'm going to say, if, this, if Kevin Durant's not healthy or, or Chris Paul or Devin Booker, I'm actually going to go with the Kings to make the finals. And I think now if the I Suns never ever hear that, That's I know. And it's weird. been so hard for you to tell me before the season, like how crazy <laughs> um, I think the Bucks beat either of those teams. The Suns will put up, I think a little more of a fight, um, but I'm taking the Bucks to win the finals and they'll either be playing a healthy Suns team or if the Suns aren't healthy, they'll be playing the Kings. Beating uh, Michael, you want to go? Uh, I'll, I'll let you go first. All right. <laughs> I, need, I, need to, I need to make up my mind for, okay. the, for the Eastern Conference real quick. Oh, this is so tough. Uh, I'll just – oh, God. I really hate to say it. And this is coming out of left field. But I, I just have a really awful feeling it's going to happen. I think the Lakers are going to make it out of the West. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, I know I that sounds crazy, know, but LeBron no is healthy. AD is playing pretty damn good. Austin Reeves is the real deal. He is. Um, he called that too. 
I always Eric remember you called, called that. You went to a Laker preseason game so long ago, and you uh, Laker King game, and you said Austin Reeves is one to look out for, dude. You called yeah, that. I remember that. I knew it. I, that guy, he's it's a it's a team that has their game momentum, um, and it has LeBron. And as much as I hate LeBron with all my guts, <laughs> he's actually one of the players I trust the most in the West right now. Um, yeah, got it. You can you can always. Trust I, I, yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, if you had a gun in my head, I'd say the Lakers. I, oh, I hate that, but I, I really I really do feel that way. And then yeah, in that's the like my nightmare scenario right there. I'm rooting for Boston, mm-hmm. but mm, I have a really bias against the Sixers because like I hate Embiid. I think he's awful for the game. Um, I, like, those three are so insanely even to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough one those three man oh god maybe it's my bias but it's damn tough. it's so hard for me because I, I don't trust Tatum but I think I think you're leading I, Bucks I feel like yeah, you're leading you're right, Bucks you're right. no, I think it's going to be Bucks, Lakers and Bucks are going to win that's my, that's my pick Bucks win I like it I do alright Mike so let's see. So personally, Denver is not going to make it. I just can't picture them That's getting fair. out of the conference. As good, as great of a team as they've been this year, it's, it's all just, like sometimes you just don't see it happening. Yeah, that's fair. It's true. Happen. Sometimes you just can't see it. Memphis. No, they're not going to make it either. We're just going down. Uh, just crossing off. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just going, I'm crossing off the list. I'm crossing. <laughs> okay. All right. Kings, I think they'll make it to the Western Conference fi- Finals. You're going to say if, Warriors, no, aren't you? If, 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 they, if they beat the Pelicans or fucking whoever no, they play. You're going to say Warriors. <laughs> I like it, though. It's okay. Keep going. Next are the Suns. Suns are my number two. Phoenix. I I fucking hate the Suns. Actually, <laughs> I hate the Suns more than the Lakers, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I really just hope something bad happens to them. Just hope Carmen takes them out. You know what? If everything falls into place and the Warriors get the fifth seed, I got them knocking out the Suns. That's a bold take, dude. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be oh a Curry God. fucking massacre. <laughs> I would love to see uh, that happen. A healthy I'm Suns see team. Curry beat Kevin oh, Durant the, for the man. second time, dude. I would love that so much. It would be insane. The pro. The only issue though is when Kevin Durant has played with them, they've looked so good every time he's played, dude. And we just look so bad recently. I mean, in the Thunder, he's been amazing. I mean, he had prime Russell Westbrook next to him. And OKC, I know, and we but, came back from down three. I'm, that was a completely different team, but it's yeah, that's kind of incomparable. I but I think see that I it can happen. I just think the Suns are they just have too much star power. They would overrule us. Respect the Warriors. Uh, and the Suns and the Suns have Chris Paul, so you know they're not going to make it. Yeah, just because they have him, I think Fucking the war Steph could do so many things, dude. I think Steph's. Probably the second best player in the NBA, maybe third, but he's not lower than that. And obviously, you know, he's done so many great things. He can do it. If he pulled this off, oh my, you got to put him. He's going to be. Remember when he pulls that off, he's in the top 10 of all time. I don't want to hear any argument against that. If if he if he pulls this playoff runoff, if he somehow Steph gets through the Suns and he gets through the MVP Jokic and he beats Giannis or Tatum in the finals, that's like Jordan stuff, dude. Five, I mean, yeah, like that's unreal. If Steph does that, he 100% solidifies top 10. And top five is totally in discussion, dude. That's literally like him and Jordan are like the only two guys to do stuff like that. I mean that would be crazy. That's kind of like a that's kind of like a Nowitzki style playoff run almost. Yeah, I mean to to just destroy all these like MVPs and star-studded lineups. I mean that would be insane. And he could do it, man. It's just I don't know if he has the help around him right now to be able to do it, but anyway, so who do you think's coming out of the the finals? Or coming well, into the Warriors, finals from Warriors the West? are com- Warriors are coming out the West. You think so? It's going to be a hell of a Cinderella run. And it's going to be <laughs> very entertaining to watch. And it's yeah. just, I just hope 
this team once this team clicks if they ever do i feel yeah. like they i'm confident that they're gonna click what about the- <laughs> i think one team you guys are really underrating Cleveland. in the east Motherfucker, yeah, I knew you were gonna go Cleveland. That's it, because I was about to bring them up. That's a good pick. I don't, yeah, I don't I mind that at all. Cleveland rematch in the finals. I don't mind that. I mean, that's I, I, I don't, don't see Cleveland, especially <laughs> through that gauntlet. If you look out, at Cleveland's, man. if you look at their record against their division, they're thirteen and three against their division, and that that has the Bucks in it. Their division, and has you look what? at the record at home. They have they have a really great record at home. How they play against the? Decent I mean, record. I wouldn't expect you guys to have the stats just by them. Their like, defense. Their see defense their record is... against the Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers. Cause... And don't forget about their defense. Too. <laughs> It'd be crazy if I just knew that right off yeah, the top just... of my. I will say though, Michael, the 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 East, the Central Division does have the Pistons and the Pacers in it, yeah, which yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of inflates the numbers. Does have the Bucks and has the Bulls who are pretty mediocre, uh, but the Pacers and the Pistons suck. So I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that with well, a grain of like, salt. I feel like we can't <laughs> underrate the. No, I agree. The, the Cleveland and especially their defense, they can stay in any game. I know their offense isn't like anything to write home about, but I feel like Mitchell could pop off at any moment. And you got also got Garland. Is Garland healthy right now? I think so. I think he, so. He, he he was day to day. He's on my uh, uh fantasy team. He was day to day, but I th- I'm I'm pretty sure he's in now. He's good. Um, I mean it's not a bad. Pick. I haven't watched like much of Cleveland at all, so like I don't really want to talk bad about them. I just can't even. I can't really talk great about them either because I haven't really watched them much. So I don't know. You know, like maybe I am underrating them. I just I have a hard time believing they can beat Boston, Philly or Milwaukee in a seven game. I just, I mean, you're, even if they do beat one of them, going through another, I, eh, I, you know, I, I don't know. You're not underrating them because they're just not as good as the other three teams. Yeah. Michael's pre- mostly would be hoping for kind of a sort of Cinderella type thing, but it's possible, but they're like, just not as good. I feel like Philly is probably going to be an overrated pick for people to go for too. It depends how, much the refs, uh, how the refs are, how nice the refs are to MB. If they get, if they let him get away with the flopping he does in the regular season, then absolutely, maybe I'll pick the Sixers over the Bucks. But if I just, they I just don't, play more I just fair, don't like. I mean, I agree. I just with you. don't like Philly's style of play. I don't think it's, it's a championship. It's, yeah, style it's ridiculous. Of play. It's, so much of it is based on flopping, and well, I. The- it is and beads a flopper totally. The Sixers are really good though. I mean they have they have a lot of good players on that team. Um I just I just don't think it's championship stuff. Obviously okay. they're led by Embiid who who's a foul merchant and he gets to the line so much and he and he get the way he gets to the line is so much lamer than you know some other people. But that team is still really good. I mean, like Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, um, they have guys that are very, very solid. So I'll say Harden. Uh, I've never been a fan of Harden because he was even in his prime worse than a beat in terms of flopping. I mean, he was awful. Um, he did flop but a lot. He, his little role, though, in Philly, you know, as a, he's, he's done it great. You yep. know, he's done an amazing job. He has. He's not the superstar anymore, but he's just – because James Harden has always been an underrated distributor. Always. Yeah. He's always been one of the best passers in the league, and that's what he's just kind of fit in right now. He's like, I'll just pass the ball. So I think he has a better chance of winning a championship in that role than he did as the, the full-time superstar. Yeah, I agree. That's a good call. I like that. I agree with you. Um, Michael, yeah, so you I, say, I, will, I will give him respect on taking a step back. Like, that's, like, a big thing to do. Like, if you're literally the focal point of an entire franchise and you're taking a step back to be a second man, I give him respect for that. Yeah. As yeah, much as 100%. I don't like the player, I yeah. respect that. So, Michael, you said Warriors, Cavs. Is that your final pick? Okay, who do you got winning? Back to back Warriors. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah, I got Warriors winning that one. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be awesome, dude. Nobody I, I, would like it, but I would love it. No, oh, I'd love it too, man. I don't. It, that would be so. Ins- I I don't think it's gonna happen, but you think the NBA would let that happen? I know, right? They don't want – they're doing everything in their power to not let the Warriors win. I mean, anymore. I feel like they would let that happen. I mean, that's like a – I mean, Warriors, Cavs in a, in a finals game. How crazy. History. That's really crazy. 
Um, but yeah, maybe so LeBron to get another ship though. Yeah, they might want LeBron. Curry's getting too close, dude. Steph's got yeah. the same amount of rings as him. They're like, we gotta push LeBron up. Bro, Curry over LeBron all time. I like that. I, take. I really think that, dude. Like, I like I that, that take. take. Stayed it's... with one team the entire career. Yeah, I, dude. Curry's just a more respectable player. I mean, it's and they have the 100%. same. Amount. He doesn't yeah. flop as much as or bitch about. And if Curry Andrew. wasn't, and I know everyone says, "Oh, but Clay and Draymond and Kitty." If Curry wasn't on any of those teams, the Warriors would have zero rings. Facts. See, that's the thing that was special about those teams. Anybody that was missing from that team, I don't think. Honestly, though, would... I think if you replace Wait. Clay with a slightly worse Clay or Draymond with a slightly worse Draymond, I still think Curry could have won those. I know that's yeah, like just, it would be a lot Draymond closer. Is, it wouldn't Draymond's be as dominant, a... but um, Curry is still the main guy. Draymond is just like a player, like you can't like replace him. I know, but you see what different. I'm saying. I'm talking about like if, yeah, I know what you're saying. If but Clay just... and Draymond played slightly worse than they did. I still think Steph would have pulled it out. It's yeah. just the chemistry that they had. All three of those had together was just like something. They were obviously, obviously, all very needed. But Steph was the most valuable player. Yeah. Regardless, I mean, the entire time, you know, the Steph Steph's not there, and you know, it just breaks down. We saw that. Even when Kevin Durant was here, when he would miss a game, we would look better. And then when Steph would miss a game, we'd look yeah. like crap. We looked well, we so had bad. A better, we had a better record without KD. Yeah. Which so, is the funny thing. And Steph wins it before KD. Steph wins it with KD. And he won it again after KD. So it's I can't believe there's people who think KD is better than Steph all the time. Like those people That's are just in. not true. <laughs> not true. We have to move over to the next topic. We got into it a little bit. Joel Embiid was our we were talking about a little bit. So let's talk about the MVP oh, yeah. race right now because that's obviously heating up with a couple of games left in the season. It's pretty much a three man race um, between Giannis, between Embiid, and between Anthony Lamb. And <laughs> I'm just playing Michael. I want to see a reaction on that one. Anthony Lamb is actually hold on. Side note, Get I will that say rapist off the court, bro. Fuck him. I will say, I will say, I will say this. Anthony Lamb, his hustle and his defense has looked better. He can't shoot, no, dude, and we I know just... he can't shoot. But his hustle, but this is not about Anthony Lamb. He has no wait, wait, business. where does a rapist accusation? <laughs> We're about from? to make a case for Anthony Lamb. Well, there's there's some things about him being like a long time ago. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to it. Apparently is I don't know if it's true. I I don't really look into Pretty, that. Uh, well, he had but, this, um, he had this like best defensive sequence I've ever seen him have like two games ago. It was like I know. He, no, he, he got he a steal and he got blocked. It was like was I know and he's looked better hustling and defense, I will say. He's he can't shoot. We all know that. Anyways, this is not about Anthony Lamb. <laughs> he has no he has no business being in the MVP conversation. This is Giannis Embiid and Jokic are the three guys it's pretty obvious you there's not really a case for any of the, anybody else right now um i'd like to hear your guys opinions michael let's hear what you got Giannis Embiid, Jokic, mvp let's hear it i want Giannis. <laughs> okay well i, well, I need i need Giannis you, to be the MVP. Uh, okay who do you think is gonna win though who do i think who i think they're gonna give it to they're probably gonna give it to Jokic, but i want Giannis. As the MVP, you think so? Giannis is your MVP, but you think the NBA is going to give it to Jokic? Yeah. Okay. Okay. How come, Giannis? Why do you think Giannis is MVP? Well, one, he is the best player on the best team in the league. He's mm-hmm. been nothing short of dominant this year. He's averaging mm-hmm. what, like, how was he averaging right now? Like thirty-one points, 30. about twelve rebounds, and five and a half assists. 31 and like 12. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's dominance as Pierce Foreman. And, and if you like, and the eyes test too, you watch him play. Like he's, he's exciting to watch. He plays like yeah. championship basketball and he's led his team to championships too. So Vince does not look impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's hear it, Vince. Uh, no, he's I actually, I, I'm totally actually fine with you. I, I love you I think, He's totally deserving. I still think, though, stats-wise, what uh, Jokic has done, I, I slightly take over Giannis. Um, 
And Giannis has a much better team, honestly. I mean, come on, dude. The Nuggets fucking yeah. trash. Mm-hmm. They're, they're garbage. Um, so uh, I appreciate you. I think Jokic, he's not the best defender, but he's slightly below average, but he's not absolute garbage like the media makes him out to be. That everybody says he is like no defense. Like, well, he actually does have some decent defense. Like, he's not that. Bad. that. Look at the advanced defensive statistics. He's actually pretty some somewhat decent defensively. And I, you know, I watch him, and I'm not impressed with his defense, but I'm also not like absolutely disgusted. Like, people totally overblow his, de- you know, his defensive abilities. Um, as long as it's not Embiid. Embiid, uh, he's. I think the NBA is going to give it to him. Um, it's a disgrace, and it's just the. It's just a. I guess it's kind of symbolic of Adam Silver being the worst um, commissioner out of all the major sports, letting the NBA become this, where you just you know you act like a little bitch and get rewarded. It, it ruins the game of basketball. Adam Silver should be. I mean, I hate that guy with every fiber in my being. He's literally destroying the game of basketball, and and you know Embiid is the is that is in the driver's seat right now doing it and uh god anybody but Embiid I'd rather them give it to, to Aaron Fox than Joel Embiid yeah, that well I was actually going to bring that up because I think Fox not in top three but should be in a, in a conversation because he's done a great job top 10 Sabonis uh, definitely um so for me I, I think Embiid's going to get it I think the NBA will give it to Embiid I think the logical answer is Jokic. I think he's he's averaging 25, 12, and 10 pretty much. I mean, he's pretty much averaging a triple though. He's 9.9 assists. Um, 46 more assists and he gets a triple double. He's the best team in the West. And another good point is that without him, they suck. They can't do anything without him. They have a losing record. They're four and seven. Without Giannis, the Bucks are 10 and six. And without Embiid, the Sixers are nine and five. So these these teams win without their guys. Not saying that, you know, without Giannis and without Embiid, those teams wouldn't be where they're at, obviously. But it shows how valuable Jokic is and how much he is like solely bringing this team to where they're at. I'm going to go Jokic. There's a case for all three, though. I mean, any three of them can win it. Um, I know Embiid <laughs> is a total baby and flopper. That aside, he is... Pr- probably had the best defensive season this year. I would love Embiid if he didn't flop. I think he's a great player. He's super skilled. I love watching him. It's just that. It's just the flopping and the crying and the, you know, bitch basketball. It's, uh, but I mean, he is, I mean, man, if he didn't do that and he like played how basketball should be played, um, I'd be totally fine with giving him MVP. Absolutely. I think actually out of all three of those players, when all of them are hot, like, Embiid at his is maybe the most dangerous out of all three of them when he's on. I, to see somebody that large move like that and shoot <laughs> like that, I mean, you know, it's like yeah, he can shoot weird. threes, which is another weird aspect. Yeah, he can. He's a better shooter than Giannis. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Miles. So there's obviously an argument for all three. I'm gonna go Jokic. The whole fatigue. MVP fatigue thing is dumb. Like we already so, gave it to him so twice. Fucking, we shouldn't give it to him again. Oh, it doesn't God. make any sense. It's you so give- stupid. It's literally the most, it's the dumbest thing in sports. Yeah. I, I, if we didn't um, have MVP fatigue, then Steph would have it every year. Well, not this almost, year. Almost every year. He would have it a lot. The year not he averaged year. 32 points per game, he definitely would have gotten it. Yeah. That Had was- he not missed some games near the end, dropped Jokic. Jokic. That was Jokic's hey, first Jokic's year. Jokic's right? stats were also really, I mean. Yeah, Steph, well, the problem was, I mean, I know without Steph, we would have been so but bad. Was but we were, only the, we were only the eighth seed. Yeah. Bro, that team was ass that year, too. But I know, they sucked. The You're team. right, they, they were bad. But Jokic just brought this team to the first seed this year. He's averaging 25 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. A steal and a game, too. That have nothing to do with the MVP award at all. Yep. That's nor should, it, nor should it, unless you want to make the argument the MVP should be given at the very end of the year. But yeah, no, I agree. Award, but it so, is as it is right now. It's a regular season award. I wouldn't be mad 
if they like came out and said, we're going to start basing it off the playoffs as well. I don't think that's a horrible idea. Um, but no, as of where, where this format right now, it's regular season award. Once the season ends, the yeah. MVP should be decided. And I think it probably should be Jokic, but they all have such a good case. I think it'll go to Giannis or Embiid. Embiid's probably going to yeah, win. Yeah, Embiid's going to get it. He's the points. I mean, I think he's the points leader too, right? Yeah, he's averaging 33 points per game. He's leading the NBA. He's averaging 10 rebounds. He's, I think he's probably had the best. I mean, maybe besides Drew Holiday and like Jaron Jackson, but like as of these big guys, Joel Embiid has had one of the best defensive seasons. And he's also averaging like 13 free throws a game. So, I mean, he is. I think Giannis, but they don't care about that. Like, that all those Latin NBA media types and stuff, they're so, all fine with playing bitch basketball. They want, they, they, their theory is, oh, the more points, the better, the the better the game is, which is just absolute dog crap. But, you know, it's just that's true. I will say, though, Giannis averages more free throw attempts per game. Um, yeah, I don't does. think he doesn't flop as much. I mean, to be fair, I haven't watched uh, Giannis is just a physical player. from Giannis because, uh, I mean, you can look up on YouTube the compilations of him being doing. I mean, you can, there's yeah. so many resources there. Watch it. Giannis, like he always threads the needle with charging and then getting calls and stuff. Uh, I he's just a physical. I, I see him when I watch him, I don't see him flop much. No, he doesn't. And you're right, but Embiid flops way, way more. Um, but I was just pointing out that Giannis does average more free throw attempts too. So if we're just going based on free throws, you can't leave out Giannis there. But yeah. talking about flopping. Yes, Embiid flops more than almost the entire league. LeBron is still the king of that, the queen of that. But I yes. say this year though, definitely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. LeBron. But LeBron's the reason I think. Yeah, Le- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. LeBron normalized it too. Yeah, LeBron did. And Chris Paul too. Chris Paul and James Harden. But I'd say LeBron. Yeah. Oh, Harden especially. Yeah, Harden. Harden and LeBron. He had the, Harden, he had Chris the, Paul, and LeBron James. I yeah. honestly think I think Harden, Harden Divas kept the beard because of that because he used to do that and you would see the beard like because you would on the TV you would see the beard just the big black thing just ugh, like flying in <laughs> yeah. the air and I was like that might be why he's keeping it because it makes it way more obvious like he gets hit you know yeah. I always thought about that that and he just looks kind of weird without it, <laughs> it looks like really he does look weird but that's probably just because we're not used to it. But I mean, he just looks like a totally different human being. Like, yeah, it it's change. like, I know, two totally different guys. But, okay, so there you have it. Michael had Warriors versus Cavs, Warriors winning it, and Giannis winning MVP. Vince, you had um Well, Bucks. I said they're going to give it to Jokic, but I want Giannis to. Yeah, but I'm talking about, yeah, your MVP. Yeah. Um, Vince, what did you say? You had uh, Bucks beating Bucks the Silver Lakers. Bucks over Lakers, Bucks winning, and then um, Jokic MVP. And I had Bucks over Sacramento, or I'm gonna just say Phoenix because I'm assuming they're healthy. Bucks over Phoenix, and um, Jokic MVP. So good stuff. A lot of good stuff going on in NBA. Is there anything else you guys want to add, or are we all good here? Michael, what's your opinion on the uh, pitch clock in MLB? Oh yeah, Let's oh, I like the MLB. Personally, rules. I love it. So Pitch. fucking stupid. I don't know. I don't I don't really like it in my opinion because mm-hmm. I don't like shorter games. I like when games, you know, last a little longer, you know, because, you know, I get more value out of it, too. Here's the issue I have with that, though. All that time that's shaved off with the pitch clock is time that nobody liked in the anyways. Nobody liked when the pitchers sat around and kicked their shoes in the dirt and, you know, did their stupid little rituals. Like, well, you want to fucking pitch the ball. just like there's just like more it just affects like the pace of the game and it just like it it, it impacts like entire like strategies on how you approach like a game like it, it's a like it's a big mind game that's kind of like how it really was before and now if you rush a pitcher you're probably going to see a lot more you know wild pitches people getting hit by pitches which can also be a little dangerous and then there's some pitchers that you know just naturally need to get into their windup to get their rhythm and that's just kind of how they throw the ball so i feel like doing this is kind of like an overreaction because baseball honestly it's it doesn't last longer than uh the nfl i mean it's actually shorter than like nba and uh it didn't used to be that way it used to be more of what with the pitch clock is making games now it used to be like that in the 70s 
you know, like it, it's well, this is the kind of pitchers is different here. I think well, I know, but I'm saying though, like pitchers uh, over time kept on abusing and abusing, uh, you know, their, you know, their time at the plate uh, or I'm sorry, at the mound and the MLB for, for, I think almost like two decades, like kept on warning them and kept on saying like, Hey guys, like, you know, you uh, try to, you know, abide by, you know, X, Y, and Z, like try not to take this much time, blah, blah, blah. There was memos, there was, you know, soft rules they tried to implement because they didn't want to put strict rules to affect time. But the the pitchers, they kept on taking their sweet ass time and, you know, it finally caught up to them. And I, I think it's great for the game of baseball. I personally uh, think it's, it's really nice to, when a game lasts only like two hours and you know, 25 minutes rather than almost three hours. I just think that's... I mean, it's not like you've got anywhere else to be, but I mean, it's... I feel like well, the way that it could be... Remedied, that's like that's very like, subjective. Wait, I mean, that's, what? That's, I think the I mean, biggest... If you, got, if you got somewhere else to be, then why are you going to... No, but I'm just saying, it's... it's Like I said, though, the issue is the extra... The reason it's three hours and it's been... <laughs> Is because of a bunch of stupid time wasted. Yeah, by I see. Kicking their shoes in the dirt. I like, get what Vince is saying. I get one it. One thing I'm saying. One thing I'm also saying is, the one thing about it, I just feel like it's a little bit too short of a, like a like a timer. Like I I do agree with you, Vince, on how there are a lot of people that like abuse it, but I feel like it shouldn't be as short as like a timeline. I feel like they should move it up to like 20 or 25 seconds. Yes. Like so I agree with that. If you go over that time, then it's completely unnecessary. I think 20 seconds is good. I think I, I, I get the pitch clock and I think the, the biggest issue right now is baseball's dying. We could, we, we could, we could avoid it or not, but baseball is clearly dying. The, cause we like the, fast pace. The well. average age. I saw something in the average age of the viewer of baseball is way higher than the NFL and NBA. Baseball is totally dying amongst the youth, so they're trying to make it more engaging. So making games shorter, because baseball, let's be honest, it's a little more boring than a football or basketball game. There's not as much going on. So kids want to watch things that, that are going on. So I understand the pitch clock. I think 15 seconds might be just a little too low. I think 20 seconds would have been perfect. Um, but overall, I understand the idea of making the game just a little bit shorter just to get people more engaged in it. Cause not a lot of people like to, like Vince said, I mean, the pitcher pitches the ball, he gets the ball back and he walks around the mound. He, you know, he fixes his hat. He, t- he pulls up his, his sock. He ties his shoe. And then it's like, yeah. he can take all the time in the world. And that's, that's the part I can agree. Care. That is the like, part I can agree. Like nobody wants to see that. No, I won't want to see Actually, I, as far as pacing, this is more subjective. I like the faster paced. I like it when it's, you know, it's going smoothly. I personally, I think it's, it flows a lot better. Yeah. Um, And I'm excited to see what baseball does. I like that they made the bases a little bigger to encourage stealing. I agree with that. Stealing is fun. I like that. Um, I I think the MLB did some much needed change and they're going to keep on needing to do changes because only, I think it's like 41 and 42% of Gen Z uh, like are they are like consider themselves like fans of the NFL and the NBA. Mm-hmm. And then like MLB is down there at like 31% or yeah. 33%. So it's mm-hmm. like, we, we do, you know, it sucks that we have to, that MLB has to change, but, it, but it does. You know? Agreed. I, I get it. I get it. It's dying. Baseball's dying. It's sad, but it is. So they're trying to do their best to keep it alive. But Anyways, that'll be all the time that we have today, guys. I appreciate you both hopping on. I'll have you on again. Right on, guys. We had some good uh, conversation. This should be up today at some point. So everybody out there, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. You know you can find me on social media, um, on Instagram at the nightshift.pod, on TikTok at the nightshiftpod, and on Twitter at the nightshift. Two T's at the beginning, two T's at the end. I really appreciate it, guys. And you know, you can leave a rating, you can leave a review, five stars, preferably. That would be super nice. Um, but be honest, you know, we want your honest opinions. So, anyways, thank you guys again. And shoot, the NBA season's almost over. It's getting really, really interesting. So we'll see. Will the MVP go to the foul merchant? Will it go to the back-to-back MVP? Or will it go to the best player in the NBA? We really don't know. But, anyways, that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace. Yeah.